This is taken from an article by Cameron Smith titled COVID-19 Vaccine Pits Personal Choice Against Public Health. And I got it off the AL.com website, July 26, 2021. She talks about pitting non-vaccinated people against vaccinated people. She brought up an interesting observation. Quote, Cigarette smoking causes almost 500,000 preventable deaths per year in the United States. If there is any science that's ever been settled, it's the reality that smoking has catastrophic personal health consequences. We haven't banned cigarettes. How about refined sugar, pornography, and alcohol. We shouldn't ignore well-established research about the impacts of each. Are we showing contempt for our fellow citizens by allowing consumption of these products? Should we mandate a flu vaccine every year? Such an order would undoubtedly prevent death even with vaccines we know to be only 40 to 60% effective. There are many such examples. Like the decision to mandate the COVID-19 vaccine. Each of these is a balance between individual choice and what's best for an orderly society. Striking the idea of equilibrium is rarely easy. COVID-19 highlights America's ability to sort out quite difficult and intricate, intricable disagreements. We're at the point where arguing and information about the virus have essentially done what they can do. Patrick Henry famously stated, give me liberty or give me death. Many unvaccinated Americans may end up with both. This is Eric. Welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. When my clients ask, do I have to wear my mask? I've been fully vaccinated. I always say no, but company policy is that I got to wear my mask. Then they ask, have you been vaccinated? And my response is no, but I wear my mask as much as possible, even when I'm, even when I leave my job. I recently read this online, and this is by Aprova Mandavili. It was published July 30th, 2021, and it was updated August 1st, 2021. Quote, the Delta variant 
is much more contagious, more likely to break through protections afforded by the vaccines and may cause more severe disease than all other known versions of the virus. According to an internal presentation circulated within the censors Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Dr. Rochelle P. Walensky, the director of the agency, acknowledged on Tuesday that vaccinated people with so-called breakthrough infections of the Delta variant carry just as much virus in the nose and throat as unvaccinated people and may spread it just as readily if less often. But the internal document lays out a broader and even grimmer view of the variant. The Delta variant is more transmissible than the virus that causes MERS, SARS, Ebola, the common cold, the seasonal flu, and smallpox. And it is as contagious as chickenpox, according to the document a copy of which was obtained by the New York Times. Interesting. Interesting. It makes you wonder, go, hmm, what the hell is going on here? You, the government is go, may have mandatory vaccinations. They're talking about it now. You're going to vaccinate the people that are being invac- uh, vaccinated are spreading it. But yet you pitting them against the unvaccinated people, and I, I, I mean that doesn't make sense to me. When they both are spreading it, if it, if it, it doesn't make sense to me, because if a vaccinated person got vaccinated, he got the freaking virus. He he or she is spreading it, opposed to unvaccinated people who may have the who may be infected or may not be infected. You don't know until they you know until they take the test. So the people who really are the problem are the vaccinated people. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Now, you may say, oh, Eric, you're crazy, which I am. But it just doesn't make sense to me. But then I don't like the fact they say the benefit outweighs the risk. What's the risk? The risk is, according to what they say, they claim that people who are vaccinated, even even though they get reinfected, they don't. The, the vaccination don't put uh, allow them not to be hospitalized or death. That's what they say. Even though there, there's a case in my state where a woman did die. She got vaccinated. She walked to her car and she couldn't breathe. They called uh, 911 and she died. And they, they're supposed to be still investigating this death, but they claim that she didn't die of the vaccine she died of the complication of vaccine because she was obese, she was uh, diabetic and asthmatic. Which is very interesting. I'm, and it's interesting because those are the first people they, they claimed they wanted to vaccinate because of the fact that they have health issues. Now, they're not saying that she died of the vaccine. They say she died of the complication of vaccine. That reminds me of the old days in the 80s. They claimed that you you don't you don't die of AIDS, you died of the complication of AIDS. Isn't that the same thing? Isn't that what they're saying that back then with HIV? 
I'm not putting HIV together with the COVID. I'm just saying the wording, the way they word things. So these are my questions to the government when they mandatory vaccination. If a head of a household gets vaccinated against his or her will, then gets infected with the virus and hospitalization, is the government going to pay the bill? Next question. And those rare cases, rare cases, they claim it's rare cases, where a fully vaccinated head of household dies from a breakthrough infection, is the government got obligated to take care of the household's dependents? Now you push your people to do things that they don't want to do. I'm going to be honest with you. If I die from COVID because I didn't get vaccinated, that's on me. If you force me to do something against my will and you force me to get vaccinated and I drop dead because of the vaccination, that's on the government. I don't care what nobody say. Once you take away my 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 ability to make a decision for my life, for my for my health, it's on you. I don't care what nobody say. And I'll and I'll give you a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Back in the nineties, you know, those I've told you how I was always four hundred some pounds. I was on I'm not gonna tell you the name to after I finish telling you this. I was on this medication that was to help me to lose weight. And I was losing weight on it. And then, you know, I, you know how it is. You lose weight and then I stopped taking the medication and, and uh, I gained weight because I was eating ice cream, of course. Then I went back on the medication. I started losing weight again. So I went to the doctor and I said, do I have to take this medication for the rest of my life? And she said, yes. And I explained to her, I don't want to take this medication for the rest of my life. And she blew up. She... She says, I'm a doctor. You're going to tell me what you're not going to want to take? I'm a doctor. I went to medical school and I went intern. And she just, just ran it over. And I looked at her like she was crazy. This is my life. This is my health I'm talking about. I have control over my, my life and my health. It's my decision. I said, no, I'm not taking it. Then a year later, that medication that she wanted me to take for the rest of my life, they took it off the market. It was FemFem. People was dying from that. Heart attacks. And now I, I'm not saying, you may say, well, it's a different situation. In my opinion, in my mind, it's the same situation. You're taking away my ability to make my decision on my health, just like people who smoke cigarettes. There's some people today, I'm shocked, they smoke cigarettes. They know all about what we went through in the, in, in the 80s and 90s about cigarettes. It causes cancer. People are still smoking it. I don't see the government stopping them, you know taking away uh, tobacco, just like the woman said, just like sugar, refined sugar, diabetes, and all these other uh, so-called diseases. I don't see the government stopping, you know, shutting down the uh, plants for making all that stuff. So now they want a mandatory, which is very interesting because the, the people who's making this vaccine are the pharmaceuticals, right? The pharmaceutical companies. Interesting, very interesting. Well, anyway, I want to say this this other thing. Despite I got this off the internet also. Despite the Black Death is the most fatal pandemic recorded, the study noted that two thirds of Europeans survive, 
It sheds light on our own evolution. Norman said, there will always be people who have some resistance. They just don't get sick and die and the human population bounces back. This was, made, this was written on um, May 19, 2021. And with that, I'm going to end with this, what I feel. I have a funny feeling that there are people who can survive COVID-19 infections. Uh, I think they proved that already. When, what, in 2020, when people was going to the hospitals, they had to put them in ventilators. And other, well, the problem was that you don't have you don't have enough ventilators to put all these people on. That is the problem. The problem is you don't have uh, the country don't have resources to take care of all these people that get infected, and and, the, and those who have weakened uh, um, immune system or weakened whatever and health issues, they die. That was that's what was going on. It's cruel to say this, but there's you know people going to die, and you can save as many people as you can with what with what resource uh, resources that you have. But the truth of the matter and the fact of the matter is, people going to die, people going to live, and people going to die. That's the truth. And somebody said might say to me, "Oh, you so hard, you you so heartless." You know, humanity. You can't save everybody. You can't. I've seen cases like we talk alcoholism. You can't save everybody. I know people who went to tons of rehabs and they still go back to drinking. You can't save anybody. And you watch them die. You watch them drop dead, which is interesting. I don't see the, the government is closing down the liquor stores, you know. Anyway, this is Eric. And you've just heard the craziness that lives inside my head. <laughs>